Welcome to the Film School Vets, a podcast where ex-film students talk about movies, the film industry, and of course, memories from film school. Hello, my name is Del from the Film School Vets podcast. I'm here today with my co-anchors. What, what would you Co-anchor. Call? What would you say? <laughs> uh, co-host. Co-podcast. Co-host. Co-host. Um, Dylan. Hey. And David. Hello. Ha- Merry Christmas, guys! It's been oh, yeah, past Merry Christmas. Christmas already. Merry crisis. Actually, no. This is a, this episode's coming. This episode's <laughs> coming out after New Year's. So happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> happy yeah. New Year. We haven't died already from a certain comet. No, we haven't died from the comet. We haven't died yet. The, mm. the comet is not here yet. It's coming. Oh, does it even exist? I don't know. Yeah, don't look up, guys. Don't look up. <laughs> look, look forward. Wait, is it look down or is it look forward? What in the movie? It's don't look down. Don't look up. Don't look. No. So then, no, what don't do you look do? Up, look down. No, there, you, there were two. Look down or look ahead. Well, we have well, firstly. Uh, we're going to be talking, talking about. We'll get, we'll get into that in a first. Second. We're talking about Don't Look Up. Yeah, today the, the we're going to talk about Adam McKay's newest film, Don't Look Up, released on Christmas Day. <laughs> which yeah. was it released was... on Christmas Day? Yes. What a fun, to- what a fun film to watch on Christmas. Oh, I know. I can't believe this was released <laughs> on Christmas Day. He knew what he was doing. Though. Yeah, of course. Um, Adam McKay, famous for films such as The Big Short um vice he's an executive on succession and he i think he he definitely directed the first episode i don't know if, if he's responsible for any of the writing but he's involved in succession he's kind of i like to call him like an and like a modern day oliver stone it probably had mm. some influence in, in yeah succession. i i oh yeah he definitely does i think but i i think he's very he's very similar to oliver stone like in what way in that he's He's very clear about his politics in his films, and Oliver Stone does that, did that a lot, and still does that a lot. Like he, I can't, from off the top of my head, I know that he was involved in Snowden. I think he directed Snowden. He, he wrote and directed. Wrote and directed you Snowden. Snowden. Do you know? Yeah, huh? You did Snowden. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't about Oliver Stone. It's about Adam McKay, and I love Adam McKay. Mm, I, I like his style, and I love I love his style. I love The Big Short. The Big Short is like up there, like favorite stuff. I wasn't too keen on Vice. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. I, I haven't seen it. I've seen a it's, of it. <laughs> it's like bits and pieces of what I love about The Big Short, but it's a little bit too satirized, which is a problem that I have with this film. But we will get to that later. Um, don't look up. So yeah, what was this film what's, is about? What is don't don't yeah. look up about? Well, yeah. don't about? look up is um, a kind of drama comedy satire. It's a it's a very. So this is spoilers. This is a spoiler podcast, right? Yeah, Definitely. we're we're gonna talk about spoilers on this about this film. Uh, don't look up stars. The don't, cast is no, I need to. Can you keep interrupting me when I'm explaining what the film's about? Oh yeah. So it's it. about two like low-level astronomers, and they discover that a meteor is about to comet. A comet is about to <laughs> strike Earth in six months, and they basically try and go on like a big media tour to try and like convince everyone that it's happening, and they're. You know, met with a lot of resistance with the United States government and the media. And Comet is just, a fake. Um, it stars Leo DiCaprio as Professor Mindy, um, Jennifer Lawrence as Professor what's her Dibiaski. name? Dibiaski. 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 Yeah. Meryl Streep as the President of the United States. Kate Blanchett <laughs> as 
the weather the weather woman well, she's, like the, a, um, the, she's like an anchor woman yeah she's an anchor yeah anchor jonah woman. hill as the the chief of staff in the white house aka the son of meryl streep tyler perry's in it timothy chalamet's randomly in this film yeah i wasn't <laughs> expecting him there to yeah. be honest ron perlman's randomly in this ariana yeah. grande's ariana in Grande this. Is kid cuddy is in this like so much Himesh Patel is in this. Oh right, yeah. yeah he's in, he's, he's still, I really I find his story kind of funny. What he did, what he yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was funny. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, and yeah, so it's it's a very star-studded cast. Obviously, there's a lot of talk around it recently in the past couple past, past few days. Yeah, let's let's share our thoughts, guys. Should I give you some facts about the film? Oh yes, Dylan. Dylan's some, gonna facts. give some like little facts about the film. Great, IMDb. Thank you very much. Uh, so, so you know how you said um, about Timothy Chalamet's long hair? Yes. So that wasn't going. He wasn't gonna have long hair in the film, but um, the film was delayed from April to November 2020. So he didn't cut it during lockdown. Oh. oh wow. So then during a Zoom meeting, the director liked the way his hair looks, so that's why he kept it in the film. Wow. And then another one is, um, so did you know that apparently uh, Jennifer Lawrence had a broken tooth in the film? No. So due to the restrictions in place during COVID, uh, she, could not, she, she couldn't get it fixed. So she's missing a tooth and it was added in post-production. Oh, really? Wait, what tooth? What tooth? I'm like, not sure which tooth, but I'm assuming like it was like one of the one. front ones. Yeah. The, the, the How is it added in post? That's so I'm weird. I'm assuming every frame she opens her mouth and talks, oh added it in. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. I would have never. I mean, she doesn't have a very toothy like she doesn't talk very toothily in general. She just kind of murmurs, you know. Oh, yeah. another fact is Chris Evans was in this film. Oh yeah, Chris Evans. Oh right, was in yeah. This. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw him, I burst out laughing. That's probably my favorite part of the film is Chris Evans's little bit because that's very true to. We all have to unite and stop worrying about <laughs> there are, politics. There are, there are people on both sides, guys. <laughs> and that's why I, I made a movie. That we'll get. <laughs> we'll get. We'll get God, to that. That was amazing. And I, I do. That's probably my favorite part of the movie was. Like, I love, I love how they incorporated the the modern culture into the film, the memes, the oh, social yeah, the memes network. Are fun, the funniest mm. part. How they incorporated we'll get, we'll and tried to tell the story. I, I think that. It worked really well within the circumstances in the film. Thoughts on the f- what? What, what did, you, did you? Okay, so let's ask. Did you like the film or did you no, not? No, like I didn't. Did, did you like it? I I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. I liked it. I I knew and I, I like overall the message for me was a bit uh I didn't really like, but there are definitely scenes that kept me kept my attention and I really like like the like the the one liners. The one liners are pretty funny. So the, the what? The what? The, the one liners. So there's a there's like a scene with uh, Jonah Hill and Jennifer Lawrence's character, and they're in the White House, and she's l- freaking out kind of because they're not really taking her seriously. And there's a bit where Jonah Hill goes, "Calm down, boy with the dragon tattoo." <laughs> that is funny. I did like that. <laughs> so it was, the, it was it was those those types of lines and like these small little scenes that I liked. That I found it pretty entertaining. Yeah. But, oh, it's de- it's depressing, isn't it? It's very depressing. Not even like it is depressing. Okay, David, no, you need to go because I will, I will, I will let go. Yeah, let's say our positives and then they'll handle the negatives. (laughs) Why am I always the negative ones on these podcasts? Are your parents photographs, photographers? Fuck, I ruined my joke. Cut it. (laughs) (laughs) What? I didn't even hear it. Are your parents photographers? Because you know, like negatives. 
photos. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, did you? So, what? What did you like the film? Like, what was your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts were absolutely depressing. We're all gonna die. Well, this will be quick. So, <laughs> Del, why did you not like the film? I don't think there's like absolutely nothing redeemable about it. Like, it's it's. I don't hate it. It's just like when it comes to like satires that comment on like our current climate. I'm very particular because I don't like singing to the choir and I don't like pa patronizing language and I don't like I like the parts of the film that mock government and leadership because I think that those like and I like obviously this film's about global warming it's not necessarily about covid but when we watch it now it obviously like mirrors stuff that we've seen how we've seen the world handle the pandemic and stuff I think a lot of our downfalls now in our society are because of leadership. And I think that this film kind of touches on that. It's like, oh, look how stupid the president is and like, look how dumb the media heads are. But overall, it like really, I think it really mocks people. It's such a, it's, a, it's such a like shallow way to be like, look, look how horrible our society is. We're irredeemable. We don't listen. And I'm like, Love the reason that our society is failing in this pandemic is because of leadership. Like, look at all the countries where, like, the leadership has like really stepped forward, and these countries are like doing quite well versus other administrations, U.S. whatever, where it's like absolute crap. U.K. And I just feel like this film is isn't very clear about that. It's just kind of like, look how we're all fucking up. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think that there's a lot. There's, I don't think that that people have a responsibility as much of a, of a responsibility as like people in positions of power do. Especially because like people, even people now who are like anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers, whatever, or do people who don't believe in climate change and don't believe in the Earth being round, they're victims of misinformation and, and victims of of um, mal malpractice and leadership. And that's why the people in government need to be held responsible. Where I feel like this film is very much like, ha, don't look how we don't take it seriously. Look how no one cares. And I just think that 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 generation that Adam McKay is like speaking to is kind of the Facebook generation, where people just like go through memes and go, uh huh. When something is so satirized to the point where it doesn't feel like I can apply myself to it then I can't really reflect on on what's going on because it feels so over the top. And I would like that if this movie was trying to be like that. If it was like, this is so over the top, like this kind of would be what happens, but this would never happen. Kind of like a disaster, like a zombie movie would be. Like when I watch a zombie movie, I don't think, yeah, this is what our generation is like. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, but this movie is supposed to be like, yeah, look at all of you. Like, look how much you don't care and look how you're just gonna die because no one cares. And I was like, what are you speaking to, bruh? I don't know. And then and also the editing sucks. <laughs> the editing is so bad. And I was like, this is so unrelated, but I'm just, I was like, oh, maybe this is like kind of artsy, but then it would like randomly cut. I was, I was a little confused when it came to the editing at some points, because there, there are times where you're getting into the into the scene and it's there are room for jokes and stuff or there are room for certain emojis to be felt and then it just cuts mm -hmm. and 
it it would kind of work if it was like you know like a mockumentary like a documentary style thing that's happening where it's required for that but exactly but that's where the satire comes from and that's where the adam mckay feel comes from you know the handheld camera style quick movement like in succession you know it's like that weird zoom yeah. that you get and i thought when i first saw those first episodes of succession that that was like a mistake but then if it was consistent <laughs> then it, it makes sense but this was just a random cut one point and and i don't want to be like cut. i don't want it to sound like i'm saying i don't like it when it's shoved down my throat because that's so not true it's just more about like who this film is supposed to speak to and who it's trying to criticize and to what level it's that criticizing is, you know what I mean? And and I didn't look, I didn't say that this film didn't hold my attention. Like I was like, like it's funny. There are some, there, I didn't want to look away. I wanted to finish the movie. You're engaged. Uh, yeah, I was really engaged in it because I wanted to know what happens. And I think that is probably its strongest bit is the unpredictability mm-hmm. of it. Cause I genuinely thought like, Oh, we're already halfway through this film and they're already sending up the rockets. They to... might survive this thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, what's gonna happen? And then they go, oh, and like, and I did like the that aspect of it. I liked that it felt real. The parts where it felt realistic is in how the government was represented, is in how big tech was represented. That felt very, very like, like in like meaningful to me. <clears throat> Can we talk about Kate Blanchett? <laughs> because I did not recognize her. I was watching this film and I literally didn't notice it was her until she was like in in the bed with Leo. And I was like, oh my God, that's Kate Blanchett. And I was wondering throughout the whole film, like, when is Kate Blanchett showing up? Like, when? And I thought that she doesn't look like herself because when you actually look at her, you're like, okay, that's Kate Blanchett. But when you're just kind of like scanning the screen, you do not. I didn't know it was her. No, her I, face looks weird. I recognize her instantly. Like, she has, like so, there is something odd with her face. It's probably to her character. I think. Yeah, I think it's just a, like you said. It's just a more of another kind of like the Elon Musk trope character. Mm. I think she's just another like news anchor. That's like yeah. That's what American news anchors look like. That's but I, I was watching. Version. I watched it by myself, and then when Dylan watched it, I was kind of like watching it half with him, half not with him, and I said. Hey, do you know who that actress is? And Dylan went, "No, I don't know who that is." <laughs> so- Cause she looked, she did, like, she just looked like a. She kind of blended in as like a back character. I thought the main focus was Tyler Perry in that, mm. and like he's the main guy speaking to Leo's character. Yeah, me too. Just, I didn't know who that woman Kate was. That shit is right there. Like- <laughs> who gave the best performance? I think Leo probably did. It's not a Leo movie if he's not screaming at the yeah, top of his Yeah, his massive lungs. freak out. Yeah, that he- was a very meaningful scene. Like. So here's the thing I, I like. So they were like the bit where Jennifer, because Jennifer Lawrence did the exact same thing in the film mm-hmm. on the same news channel. It felt different though. Yeah, but she she freaked out and then people started we're all memeing die. her. Yeah, and then they made memes. But it's I think it, and then and then Leo did it and then it's like the the message completely changes for them. No, that's not true. They still kind no, of they was, still well, yeah, but they, 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 they were they more they they, they were like laughing at him. They would were very silent and they were like very quiet. So they just they were just this... like okay yeah. yeah. This feels like I'm thinking about this film again. It feels like Adam McKay started off making his films like The Big Short. Well, the Big Short is very like in your face mm. like, with its style, but it's not when it comes to like its problems. It's very embedded in reality because it's well, like, a it true was, story. Sorry, like, Vice and Big Short are based yeah. on real life things yeah. that happened. And like as you watch them, because I've seen The Big Short, Vice, and now Don't Look Up, you can see him really dumbing it down. Like like I just feel like this film is him 
just trying to let off some steam a little bit. It feels like he's very frustrated. Like and he just lets And it then he just goes, you know what? We're going to spell it out for y'all. I was going to say, in many ways, it's like kind of smart the way he made this film. Even though it's, even though we're not really commenting. I mean, this is just a hot take, but like, even though we're not comment, like we don't agree with the way, like Dell, you don't really agree with the way it's being um, portrayed and like it's not taking responsibility of leaders but it's the people even though that's being said it's it's still raising questions you know it's making people talk and maybe just maybe he's thinking like if i can throw all this stuff down your throat maybe but the why, message might but, come out but at the same time nah, it's like maybe. it's not gonna come out who's gonna maybe. watch like these people that actually like they're not gonna watch this or and be they're, like, they're, i'm gonna change my tune or if they're gonna watch it they'll hate it like well, hate, so I feel I feel like it's like they hate, they hate patronize people. Mm. But maybe it's like it's, made, it's ten, the film is meant to be targeted to the like old generation of the leaders. This, so this is what I said before as well. It's targeted towards uh, the leaders who who needs to watch this film, but it's t- it's filmed in the way that we should watch it. No, because it's, but it's blaming us for it. Yeah, but but then that creates more uh, you know like talks and stuff. And no. but then but it's not meant to be for us. No, but it it is. This is the thing. What's effective is creating something that holds a group of people accountable by empowering people like us. But it's but it's like that 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 group of people aren't going to be sharing it, making comments. No, but of it. we will be. But sharing we do that. It. But it's not meant to be for us. It's meant to, the message. But is meant it to doesn't be for make them. sense if we're being blamed for it because people yeah. aren't going to watch this and be like, you know what, this weird movie that says I'm an idiot is right. You know, what they're going to be like is if it's holding someone accountable, be like, because when I watch the US president bit, I'm like, oh, wow, my administration, well, if I'm an American, my administration is so fucking stupid. This is how they act. I am enraged. That's how that works. It doesn't work if they're like, yeah, look how little you care and look how you're going to die because you don't care. Like, it's like, do I? And yeah, I, I see your point. Yeah. And so I just feel like, who is this film supposed to be? aimed at and i just feel like if because people the people who actually have positions of power aren't going to watch this or listen and it's not because it's not it's no, not about that even, it's about even us. if they'll watch they will not care they'll still send those weird yeah. shit it's about it's about framing those people in a bad light so much that we feel inclined to fucking vote them out or whatever it is that's how propaganda works and how like I don't know if if this is the thing if he wants to obviously it's very clear that adam mckay cares a lot about political change he wants to enact change through this film like that's a very clear thing he's got leo that scene where leo's screaming is impactful because he's been shouting about climate change for like 10 years like oh yeah that's that's why it feels even more impactful it's very clear that he wants to set people to be set on a certain path through this film but what audience is he speaking to? The people that scroll through Facebook and see memes about how horrible our lives are because of us and just go, you're right. We are the virus. Like that kind of shit. It's like, I don't know. It's just a little, it feels like he's singing to the choir, but also telling the choir to shut up. And it's just confusing for me. Also, it's just awkward and weird. And I think that they really underuse all the actors except for Jonah Hill. What did you say, Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill is the funniest person in this film. He was really funny. Jonah Hill is hilarious. He's like so funny. This is it's the timing of his jokes as well. Whereas like most of the other ones aren't really like timed well. I feel like, 
Adam McKay really understood. Sorry for him. He was, he, he was forgotten. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> She's coming back. She's coming back. Can we talk about little old Timmy? Why? Why is he here? He's just hot. Okay, look. He's just funny. He's, he is know. funny. I want him to be in a raunchy comedy. I want him to be in like a super bad. But um, he, he's just... He's just Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, exactly. He's, well, he's collecting his checks. Most of the checks. characters are not acting. They're just playing themselves. What do you mean? So the, 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 like, so Timothy Leo Chalamet isn't is like that. Not, so, but he's saying stuff about climate change. Yeah, but... Um, I can see Jennifer Lawrence getting high. Jennifer Lawrence life. is like... I love her so much, but this is her first film since Passengers. Wow, yeah. And Really? Uh, yeah, she went off the grid because everyone started to hate her for a while. When she was filming Passengers, they filmed in Hawaii or something. Uh-huh. And there was they went on like a hike, like her and Chris Pratt and some other people went on like a hike. And there were these like ancient like native stones on this like hill. And she sat on them and knocked them down. And she didn't apologize to the native people, like the native Hawaiians. And then she went on Graham Norton and then like said how funny and it was. Wow. And then wow. everyone was like, Jen, <laughs> it's kind of messed up. Like, why did you do that? And then also people were mad because she said that she wanted to be paid equally, equal to her co-stars. But then, um, I don't know if this is true for sure. So don't take me, don't take this, like... Take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, take it with a pinch of salt. Um, she was, like, very vocal about, like, I want to be paid equal to my co-stars. But then on, um, on Passengers, she was paid more than Chris Pratt. And then the men were like, I put equality though. And uh, this is the thing. It's difficult to talk about equal pay in Hollywood because it's more about your draw. Like it's, Mm -hmm. and she was in fucking Hunger Games. Like big, big. She was huge. She won. She just won an Academy Award. Like she was huge. And I just think like, you know. Who like Chris Pratt had done maybe Guardians of the Galaxy? That's probably yeah, his he's biggest Marvel. draw. Yeah, he's Marvel. He's sword. Um, so it's just I don't know. It's a difficult conversation when it comes to equal pay in Hollywood. So the part where the twitch is so funny. That is funny. <laughs> well, like, even the begin like the you first gave- thing he says is like, "Can you buy these sunglasses?" Can I buy these sunglasses? <laughs> Any other thoughts on Don't Look Up? I feel like I've just been complaining about it this whole time. I don't know. I just think it's a little obnoxious. Uh, I, I just, it's a popcorn flick for me. I think. Yeah, but like you can't say that because it's trying to communicate something bigger than that. Yeah, I don't know who, why Adam McKay. Like that's what I loved about the Big Short and Vice. It holds these big people accountable for all this crap. And when I watch the Big Short, I'm like enraged at like these people. And when I watch Vice, I'm enraged. Don't look up. Just doesn't. It feels like it's being so cookie cutter and basic but then also trying to be like it has so it does have so much to say but like it's it's like who who are we holding accountable for this especially because it's like this weird made-up scenario you could just do one about global warming that would be just as impactful how do we know that this is made up Dill? Dill, what is that what 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 on the floor what is it what <gasps> what the fuck is that <laughs> is it is it alive it is alive. It's a... Oh my god. It's a... Can you mark something? Oh, it's gone! It's gone! It's gone! It's gone! It's gone! It's gone somewhere. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? What is that? Oh my god, I ran into the lamp. Well, we had some technical difficulties. 
What was that? I don't know. I think it was a cockroach. I, I think it was a cockroach. Was. But it basically yes. crawled up onto the floor where I was sitting next to you, and then it crawled or crawled under the table, and then I had crawled to... up the floor. How big was that cockroach? Dale? It was huge. Was this big? It was huge. It was like. No, but but to be fair, it was kind of huge. This is. I think it was as big yeah. as a toad. It was a, like a no, big toad. No, like the size of like a, an eraser. It was the like first a big eraser. Mm. If it was like if it was if it was a cockroach, then I think I, it was the the biggest I've seen in my life. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was pretty chunky. It was like lengthwise, but girthwise, it was pretty. <laughs> well, wow. in, in Singapore, in Singapore, we lived in a rich area. That. Oh, so no, not, no cockroaches live there. Yeah. David, what was your best part of Don't Look Up? Best part? Yeah. Probably the dinner scene. Where everyone dies? Yeah. That is sad. It is really sad. That's the best part. Perfect. It's the, yeah, I, I, it's the most memorable part for me because how uh, not serious the film has been throughout the whole yeah. narrative and how easy it was. And then you see that. It hits you really hard. It did. I will give it that. Like it did when the when the comet hit, it uh it made me feel really like it was super depressing. Yeah, it made me feel really emotional. But worst part. yeah, what was your worst part? Worst part. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I hated. This. Where everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say what was the worst part, but I definitely can say that the second half of the film felt. Kind of off. Not, right. not before the dinner scene, though. Right, right. Before the dinner scene. What about but, you, yeah. Dylan? Best part, worst part? Best part. Yeah, I got two best parts. So, you know when like uh, Himesh Patel's character and like how mm-hmm. he ends up where he literally yeah. just like s- like snakes Jennifer Lawrence's character <laughs> where he goes like, yeah, I I I slept with the crackpot <laughs> scientist girl. <laughs> There's that one. That was really funny. And then also uh, Timmy. Timmy. Yeah, his whole little journey was a bit of a madness and it was a bit weird, but it was pretty funny. Worst part, um, probably Kate Blanchett's character. Really? Yeah, I just didn't like it. it, it for, for the longest part in the film, uh, Leo cheats on his wife with her. And then for the longest part, it's never addressed until like later yeah. on. Oh, and yeah, it true. makes you think a certain way about Leo's character. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm thinking like, are they just seriously going to gloss over the fact that he just cheated on his wife and like for, like, for kids several and months, for six months? For, yeah, no, yeah, for a good, for long a good amount, amount of time. time. Yeah, and then they did it, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, best part, Chris Evans' character was like, um, this arrow, this badge points up and down because at the end of the day, we're one country and we should all be on the same side or some crap whatever the hell he said yeah it was a very centrist mindset and i honestly think they are the fucking bane of our existence but you know whatever um and i think that the worst part is probably just the fact that the the film doesn't know the film well either it doesn't know who it's aiming its message to or it's aiming its message at the wrong the wrong people and then every and also the Ariana Grande memes cringe stuff that was also a little weird I didn't like that but yeah I guess that's a wrap nice on Don't Look Up let's get your thoughts on you the audience what's your thoughts on the film yes like it didn't like it also please leave reviews or rate our podcasts on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because that does really well for us so please do that if you want to you don't have to but it would be nice if you did um, I'll, we'll see you next time 
And yeah, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Film School Vets podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Film School Vets underscore podcast and on TikTok at the Film School Vets podcast. If you liked our podcast, be sure to leave a review and tell your friends about it. Thank you so much.